So hello and welcome to my podcast. It's Learn Raking Connect and it's with me, Tracy Matthews. So I hope you're well as you listen into this week's discussion. And of course, this is the place where we're just helping each other connect to the light within. And this podcast is really to help you and I and all of us to make sense of our physical life experiences. But more than that, to see through the lens of our soul because this enables us to see our truth and we can understand and get a level of orientation with our physical life experiences so that we can translate and understand what it all means. So I'm going to jump right in and in this podcast we are talking about how to become more spiritually connected to God. So what's going on for you right now? You know, I was talking in uh, last week's podcast, just sometimes how we're guided by that part of us. Our higher self sees something, it sort of gets a little bit of a twinge or an impulse and we land on either listening to something, watching something and you're here now and how to become more spiritually connected to God. So what's going on for you right now? Maybe that's something you've been thinking about Or maybe this is the space just to give that some thought. Is there an inner knowing that you're here to do something? You know, are you feeling lost? Something's missing. You know, and when we're in that state of something's missing, we kind of know or we get a sense or a feeling that the life that we're living right now is not the one that's going to give us the full joy. So we're just going to really look at this because, you know, what are the signs that a person wants to be spiritually connected to God? And the reason why um, we're going to look at that, because sometimes we don't actually know what our thoughts and feelings mean. Until we sort of put it all together, put the pieces all together, or maybe in a state of a frequencies where we could just sort of sit and have a think about it or talk about it like we're going to do in in this space and what you can do to connect with God. So stick around, stay with me and stay tuned and hit the subscribe button and please, you know, join me every week because we're going to be talking about various uh, topics and things that happen to us or we're experiencing in, in our spiritual and our physical lives. So I just really want to sort of just go back to what we were talking about. And one of the things I said and referred to is uh, the signs. So what are the signs that you want to become more spiritually connected to God? And, And why I'd like to mention this is because it can show up in different ways. And perhaps we're not sort of cognizant or actually pieced it, or given it much thought. And I find this really interesting, because a person will have thoughts and feelings around this connecting to God's source, God's spark, whatever that, wherever you are on on your journey at the moment. Because a person will be 
sensing or, or, or really knowing that something is not right. Now, it might mean needs are not being met. But there's going to be that feeling. There's going to be like a little niggle, a little sort of um, nudge. And we're going to feel that and know that at some level. So does that resonate? You know, it's essentially a feeling that something's missing. And and here's the thing, what that something is, it's not going to be met in the physical world or the things around us or even in people. You know, sometimes coming to that realisation can be quite a sobering point. So it's more internal that there's something inside that needs to be connected. So, you know, and I've experienced this in my own life and I've seen others go through this because it seems to be that if we ignore it or we get sidetracked, because that can happen in our lives, this only adds to that internal longing. You know what that that feels like? Has that happened to you? Maybe you're just sort of getting a sense of perhaps that's what you're going through now or maybe that's what you were or had gone through. But essentially when that sort of kind of kicks in, it's the start of our spiritual journey. You know, to connect with something more than just this physical 3D life, you know, being a mum, which is you know, wonderful to be a mum and and to work and to do things and to experience life. But, you know, when we get to that bit where we need more, you know, it's just not enough to do the the physical life and just just to be sort of almost like, you know, going through the motions. So has that happened for you? You know, did that, when you looked um, at this topic, did that sort of resonate? Did something happen when you saw that? You know, are you going through that search of how to become more spiritually connected to God? So I'd just like to share, you know, what was happening for me, because in my earliest recollections, I think I was around the age of 10, it might have been maybe eight or nine, but I'm going to sort of pinpoint it more to 10 years old. I remember announcing to my parents that I'm going to church. And I remember them going, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, this was back in the sort of 70s where I trotted off on my own, (laughs) went and sort of don't have too much vivid recollections, but I remember walking there and going to church services. Because what was going on with me is I knew I needed to connect with God. You know, and that desire kind of unfolded over the years. Now, for me, this is a personal thing, what happened with me and my journey at that point and moving forward, I became more unsettled within my feelings. Um, I kind of didn't want to be here. And especially as I sort of got into my teens and going into my 20s, I began to feel that this was not home. And uh, 
that's quite a big feeling. Back then there was no titles for this. I couldn't work out. There was no vocabulary. I couldn't work out why I was feeling like this. Essentially, I didn't feel like this was home. I didn't know where home was. I didn't even know if there was the word for home. But being here in the physical flesh didn't feel kind of good for me. And I also felt that I could feel everything and I couldn't work out. I didn't even know what that was. I didn't realise that you could feel things. So that just made me feel that something was wrong with me. And incidentally, you might want to listen if that resonates or that just has gone ping to you. You might want to go and have a look at one of the podcasts I'd early, earlier talked about. Um, is clairsentience your gift? You know, timely information because there is self-help there and just really an understanding where that feeling and sensing the world through vibrations, where that comes from. You know, what do we do with that? So, of course, for me, that kind of led as I got older with those inner disquieting thoughts. You know, thoughts that actually kind of got worse for me, it escalated to suicidal thoughts. You know, and when you're in that sort of energy, in that frame of mind, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really tough because you're trying to really fight with uh, reasons for holding on here. You know, and it's very beautiful because even though I didn't realise it or even had any conscious awareness at that time, I know that my guides, my angels were just saying, hang in there, <laughs> you know, hang in there. Even though I was pretty much feeling in the, that sort of uh, state and those kind of thoughts. And, you know, when we get low, our vibration gets low or we're kind of a bit lost on our path, on a path that we don't even realise that we're on a path, but we know something's sort of off. There's a bit of a, a shift going on, you know, and this is why I do the work that I do, because I see a lot in my work where that desire to connect to something beyond what is on the physical and right here and now, to something whether it's to God, source or something, where it kinds of lead them to Reiki. Now, you know that um, with my work and, and I've shared my journey of, with previous uh, blogs and also with the podcast, that Reiki is really like a focused, intentional method. You know, that has been left in our consciousness. It's designed to help us to tune in to the light within. So that was powerful. But you know, throughout my early childhood, right up into my 30s, I knew that I loved God. And I also knew that the Holy Spirit was powerful. Now, no one told me about this, but I could feel it. I could sense it. And I started to use this Holy Spirit in different settings that I found quite difficult, going through school, losing a parent and and all those kind of difficult situations. You know, so I grew on my spiritual journey. And for me, it got to a point where 
the religious dogma was becoming somewhat of a constraint. So what that looked like, and this is a personal thing, to me there was a lot of do not do's and I needed explanation. I needed to explore. So the constraint of not to being told not to do something but not knowing the reason why, or it's because you do that because you know you carry a label of whatever religion, it kind of got to the point where I needed to sort of naturally again this was not a thought it just was something that I needed to explore and find out more you know so then comes that next chapter you know how do we become more spiritually connected to God so where are you at on that journey. And this is what I'd say, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Stay tuned because I'd like to share, you know, one of the most amazing, you know, things is that there is a part of you that's in and everyone, you know, um, that has got the answer to this as to, you know, how the how to become more spiritually connected to God. So don't go anywhere, because this is where the magic is. And as I just referred to, this is in you. So what's in you? It's God. It's God's spark. It's God's source. It's the light. You know, depending on where your sort of journey has led you. For me, it started off very much down a religious route, you know, and you might be on that religious loop or you might be sort of moving to understanding a little bit more on a wider spectrum of what source and God is. You know, my religious upbringing and journey to what I learnt now has, hasn't belittled God at all. In fact, if anything, I love source God even more because my awareness to what that is, is, is become more and more, if you like, as we grow on our path, we become enlightened. We begin to understand what we mean by source and God. Now, years ago, if we said that, that statement would be blasphemous. But, you know, that's ego. You know, when we get to a recognition and a understanding and a knowing in a sense that what we're talking about is something that's within you. So, you know, where are you on your journey to point? And it's really beautiful because when we get into this transition of understanding source, pretty much on my earlier journeys, God's source or God was outside of me. The only way I could at that point was talk through that connection of of prayer. My journey now means it it's within. So that talking is that beautiful voice, that inner voice. It's that part that is really beyond that physical of the here and now. It's got so much wisdom. It's got so much knowledge. And you know, it loves us. You know, that divine love 
that God source has is incredible. You know, as much as we kind of aspire to it and we're, we're all trying, you know, we, we kind of think that it's separate from us when in actual fact it's within us and that is a huge part of our spiritual journey. You know, where are you at, you know, with this part of your journey? You know, there's no right and wrongs. There's no sort of, well, that's not good or that's whatever. It really is the journey. And I've begun, begun rather sort of over the years to appreciate that part of my journey was just as precious as what I'm in now. In fact, if anything, this part has helped me to understand, you know, and that's really inc incredible. So really, what we're talking about here, how do we connect with God? How do we do that? Because once we're on our journey, and no matter where we are, we're in the process. And that's a personal journey. Some of us are going to be going down that sort of religion route, and we grow within that. And some of us then expand really sort of become very cognizant, aware of the metaphysical world and how to work with the Holy Spirit, that source energy. So where are you with that? And most importantly, how do you and I, how do we all connect with God? Well, the top of that list is meditation. And I was thinking about when I was just, you know, looking at this topic and this discussion. And I will talk about um, there is another way that we can get there. But, you know, the most incredible way is really through meditation. And why? Because it's a powerful way to connect with that source within so that really sort of opens up that whole thing on meditation. So how are you doing on meditation? You know, where are you at? Do you find meditation easy? You know, if you're having a little bit of a, a struggle, and the reason why I'm asking, because, you know, you might be at the point where you're trying to find your way of how to meditate, you might be doing a meditation class. You might already learn how to do the that beautiful, powerful intention of Source Reiki. You might be finding it a little bit hit and miss. You know, you might be trying to do anything other than meditation. You know, and that's all good because sometimes we need to explore. We need to find our way and how we connect. And a lot of this, you know, and I do refer to this in the podcast, which if you might want to have a little look at that, where the podcast entitled Can't Meditate, Try This, you'll find really helpful because there's many ways that we can get into that natural frequency. We're doing it from the moment we go to sleep when we wake up. We're going in and out of frequencies. But, you know, the most I think fascinating thing is we're not conscious. It's a bit like the heartbeat. Our heart and a certain parts of our body organs that are just carrying on and doing what we're doing. And it's not until we give it thought 
that then we begin to sort of realise just what's involved here. So sometimes it's just being aware. And that's pretty much the same with the frequencies and how it might mean that we go into frequencies of a meditative state in other ways. So where are you up to with your meditation? So it might be something that you're still trying to perfect, like you're still trying to get to the root and of, of, of why perhaps the mind monkeys are still sort of um, quite um, active once you lay there and, you know, you're trying to get in to a relaxed state. So honestly, that podcast, which I talk about, can't meditate, try this, you might find that really helpful and just a way to step forward. Now, also, the second part, you know, where I've mentioned already about meditation, the other part is a little bit more sort of uh, lower keyed in terms of um, we perhaps might not think that this will give us a meditative state. But you know what? In my work and find more of us what we're doing and we have to break somehow what we're if we're in this kind of thing which I'm about to talk about, is that we need to do more of the things that we want to do and that brings us joy. Now, how's that got to do with meditation and connecting with source? Well, <laughs> if you are living life um and doing and what I mean by that in the energy of trying to keep that thing going, that you doing things in life because you have to, it sucks joy out of our lives. And I can't think of anything worse when we're doing a lot of stuff that we don't want to do, but we feel we have to. Do you know there's a lot of us that get into that pattern and that energy? So does that sort of make sense to you? Do you identify with that? You know, being in that energy of constraint is like what I was talking to, but in another context, that constraint of feeling that you can't do something or maybe you're in a set of circumstances that has no joy you know, who can be happy around that? It's, it's really tough. It's a challenge. And the more we live life through that energy, the more we actually have a disconnect. And this is where we get sort of get that paradox of, you know, where we're kind of wanting to connect to God's source. And, but at the same time, we're doing or self sort of fulfilling ourselves by every day doing things we don't want to do. Now, when we sit in that energy, what I have noticed is that we're living life in a kind of a default. We're living life in an energy. And that energy is fight and flight. It's stress. So perhaps you hadn't looked at it like that. You know, that the more we're doing things that we don't want to do, it makes us tired. 
There's no joy with it. This is where our energy goes down. We're tired. We get lethargic. And then we go into stress. You know, what are you like when you are stressed? Are you anxious? You know, are you fighting? Do you are in flight? You're trying to avoid it, run away, get distracted. You know, I always add freezer because I've noticed over the years I go into paralysis. I freeze. And when I go into that, I realise, ah, I'm stressed. What am I stressed at? Well, I don't want to do that. And I've got to go through, well, do I need to do it? Do I have to do it? <laughs> you know, and we've got to look at that. But maybe you're not fully aware that you're doing something that's actually draining you. But that desire there is to connect. Connect with source, do more. and But we don't know how to because we've sort of developed a bit of a pattern, a bit of a cycle. And do you know what the worst thing is? Sometimes when we're in these things, we don't know even what it is. We don't even know what to call it. This is where my work in the Akashic Records is so profound. It's helped me and many, many others. Well, what is it? Well, let's actually go right back to what started us. Because what started us is, looks very different to where we've ended up. So it might mean that we are living life in an energy. that You know, when we sort of... The spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. We're kind of in that thing. We want to do, we want to connect. We want to do more. We don't understand why we feel there's something missing. It's all one big blur. I call it being in the eye of the storm, really. We're just, all we're doing is in that stressful, reactive state of literally whatever's thrown at us, we're trying to cope with. We're, quite, we're kind of trying to deal with it. And that reactive energy is stress, fight and flight. Or if you're like, and I mention this because there are so many go, oh, me too. You freeze. Well, I just go into, you know, I'm totally immobilized and, um, and then get stuck. My stuckness used to last for weeks, months. Until I've realised I can get out of this. I've just got to do something. Well, first of all, I've got to understand, well, what energy am I in? You know, that's why I talk about, that's why I um, really want to sort of help others. Because we are in sometimes these sort of states and we don't know what to call them. We don't even know what to put and, and I really think I mean, although everything's now got a label I think it helps us because now we can define what it is we can define what stuckness looks like but what we have to do is try then to understand what does it look like for you what does mine look like because we're all different we all react differently we all want different things you know so how do we connect with God, well, if we are looking at the meditation, we can certainly, you know, that is 
if you like, a way to connect with that part of us. But there is also looking at how we are living because it might mean that we're not in the frequency that will enable meditation. And when we're not in that frequency, we're reacting. And there's a lot of things that we don't want to do. We feel we've got no choice. Maybe we feel trapped. Maybe that's something we want to do, but we just can't do it now. Maybe we are sort of in that fight and flight. Maybe you're conscious of it. You are aware of it, but you don't know how even to get it out. How do we move out of it? This is one thing I've learned because I have done it. <laughs> and I always talk from a place where I kind of do it for myself. So I know that with others and I've worked with others when they've put these things in you know, it makes sense, it works. And that's why we need each other to sort of help us out, to remind us of how we can manoeuvre ourselves out. So when we're in, if you like, a fog, or we're in, even like I was referring to before, where we might be actually feeling quite low, quite depressed, quite stuck. We don't even understand why we don't want to be here. We don't even understand what a path is because we don't know what we are here to do. You know, so we've got all these emotions, all these thoughts, and we don't know really what they mean. So this is really powerful. So because sometimes when we're in our lowest sort of state, it's very difficult to break out. And this is what I've learned to do. And this is what the records have showed that we can always course correct. Now, what I mean by that, we can break a cycle. You know, sometimes it's a bit tough because we're entrenched in doing the same things. You know, we get comfortable with feeling low. You know, I often say I, I wanted change, but I didn't want to do anything to change. You know, does that make sense? Do you even identify with that? You know, when we want change, we have to get into a, a different vibration in order to meet the change that we want. So it means sometimes we have to do something. But you know what? This is amazing because we can do it. So what are some of the practical things? Because I always think, well, we've got to learn how to do, you know, if you're meditating, that's wonderful. But what if you're listening to this and you can't even meditate? You realise you're in reactive. And what I, might, what I mean by reactive living, we're sort of not present. We're stressed. We're anxious. We're not enjoying it. There's no time. We're probably not sleeping properly. We wake up tired. We're just in that energy and we didn't know what that energy was, you know. So now to get that connection with that God spark, that light within, this might be some practical things that you can do. And you know what? They don't always have to be spiritual because that's one thing that I've realised. You know, we are spiritual beings, we're souls having a human experience. 
but we're also here to enjoy the physical. We have to have joy here. You know, I'd got to the point where I had so disconnected from the physical that I was so wanting to connect and I enjoyed it until that part of my journey showed me, actually, you're here in the physical. And that's where I was a bit sort of like, oh, okay. But then I grew, I began to realise, you know, being here on our planet, and especially at this time of consciousness, is really a blessing. And sometimes we just need to sort of, you know, come to terms with what experiences, what life experiences are happening for us, for us to sort of transition in from just feeling depressed, low, not wanting to be here, into having that sort of, that this is a, a wonderful experience. So how do we do that? Well, what are some of the things that we can do? Would you know what? Some of these things, it might mean that you've got to get back to those little hidden talents. And what I mean by that, some people like to draw, like to paint. And you know what? My youngest, I mean, she's 18 now, but you know what? She bought me a little gift recently. A whole little, um, like a pouch with all pencils, sketch for sketching. And you know, all different soft types, hard types. I mean, it was just wonderful. Because you know what? The last time I actually did some drawings, which were framed, was in my 30s. I'm in, I'm mid-50s now. You know, sometimes we just need to connect back to some of the things that we love to do. You know why I'm even referring to something like that? Because when we do the joy of doing something like that, we feel happy, we feel present. You know, if drawing doesn't do it for you, music. When was the last time you listened to music that you really loved? When you hear it, doesn't matter what genre it is, pop music, rock music, you know, something within you that really floats your boat. It might be something where you feel good. You know, it brings you joy. Maybe it's to go for some self-care, you know, in that environment. And I was in that environment for 12 years where, you know, I would do a massage. I would work remedially, you know. Maybe you haven't been for a massage for a little while. Maybe that's the last thing on your list. Or maybe you just don't have time. So do you get the point what I'm saying? Because what these little things, we kind of, when we're stressed and when we're not feeling um, joyful in life because we're pretty much sort of at that point where we are not even thinking about ourselves. We're too much in the fight and flight. We're too stressed. So we actually forget about ourselves. We're too busy reacting to what we're trying to sort of control or resist or what's happening around us. 
When was the last time you just went out for a lovely walk in nature? Water. You know, just feeling present. And just allowing the mind just to wander. Not having that sort of constraint where, you know, maybe you have a type of work where you can't allow the mind just to wander. Maybe it is very busy, very, you know, on it. You know, and then when you do that, you just go home and, and vegetate. You know, we've all been there. We've all done that. But this is really interesting because when we start to do things, not because we have to, but because we want to, this is a big shift. Now, it might mean that you're in that sort of, you've identified that that's where you're at at the moment. Stress. But you know what? This is the wonderful thing is that we can change cycles, change patterns. We don't have to sit in it. You know, sometimes we do that because it's comfortable. We don't, we want more, but we can't really sort of, it's just too uncomfortable to take ourselves out of what we're doing. So, this is really quite interesting because this is not necessarily spiritual. Because like I was saying, you know, I realise we are here to enjoy the physical. And we have to find some joy. So if we're in that sort of um, phase or part of life where we are pretty much not doing what we want to do, then we might need to sort of look at that because what that will do whatever that is whatever you want to listen to whether it's drawing or anything like that or painting it just means there's a shift you know and I would encourage you do something that you haven't done for a, a, a little while just for you not because you have to because you want to the energy is so different because you're present, that creative part of you, it's that bit within you, it's freeing, <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's really wonderful. And what does this really have to do with connecting in? Well, that light is within us. And the more we do things we want to do, then the more we will connect with that light within, that joy we can go into those frequencies, and I talk about that in that can't meditate, try this. Because it might mean that you've, I'm just using this as an example, you listen to a piece of music that transports you, just takes you out, you're present. That is the frequency of Alpha. You know, and I use music because that's a wonderful way. It communicates. It's it's like universal. And you know, when you've got a good tune or something, it just speaks to you. You know, and, and when we're in that frequency, when we're really enjoying it and we're loving it, that's that wonderful state of being. And that sometimes reminds us, wow, I was present. And sometimes that is, you know, if we haven't been able to sort of get it right, and what does meditation even look like? Well, that 
is how sometimes we can then realise I'm in that frequency. You know, until we get to that point where we then are able to make some time, rest, and then eventually to find our way to meditate. So this is really an, a powerful and incredible journey that we're all on. We are all on that journey. And, you know, it doesn't matter that if you've been pretty much in that sort of state of being where you've been stressed for a very long time, but just know you can get yourself out of it. Or maybe we haven't even realised we're in that sort of state of being. And maybe that's what this has just done. It's just something's clicked. Something's just made us go, yeah. You know, we can change that. We can always break a cycle. So I really hope that this has given you some food for thought, really. And it's helped you in some way on your journey just to connect with that light within. Because it is within you. It might feel a little bit dull, a little bit low, or maybe you haven't just sensed it or felt it. Because sometimes we're going through experiences, whether they're our own or family members, partners, children, that are, you know, keeping us in that reactive state. You know, and these are the things, health, you know, um, mental health, where things just are not going right. You know, and, and it's a challenge when we're in that, um, when things are happening all around us. But the light's within. And that means what we can do, we can always connect to that part of us. So um, if you want to listen to some more um, various discussions on different things, just helping us through, you know, as I call them, this experiences um, of the physical life because I quickly realised many years ago a lot of it, what had at the root of it, had an energetic meaning and sometimes we just need to find that out and um, and then we can move forward. So please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the, the, the next weekly um, podcasts. I'm on YouTube, Spotify and you can listen um, on other platforms too. Now you might like to visit the website and that's at learnrakingconnect.co.uk and there you're just going to find ways in which I help others. I've put together a, a, a home learning um, online Reiki. You might like to work with me over Skype learning Reiki and we'll do the levels 1, 2 and 3A. You might want to go and find out well, what does that mean, what does that look like, how are the sessions set up, you don't have to travel because I've realised there's been many that haven't been able to get to me in the, my physical location, which is in my teaching room in Reading. That um, you might want to have a little bit more one to one and really connect in um, to that God spark, that God source, whatever we want to label it. Source doesn't mind. It's only here we kind of put these labels on but to connect with that part within so um 
you might also want to have a look at the QHHT hypnosis because I know there's been some that have uh, been um, either they're not in uh, Reading or they're not even in the country and that they have found times that they can come over and they can have the QHHT session, which that just was a, a joy to have quite recently with someone. So um, the hypnosis is obviously the Dolores Cannon's um, past life regression. So I do have some information and some blog, blog articles rather about that. And then, of course, there's the Akashic Records. Very powerful. Again, this is not a, an in-person thing. This is something you might want to find out a little bit more about. Now, if you'd also like to perfect the art of dousing using the pendulum, then check out the online course workshop in how to speak with your higher self using the pendulum. So I've really enjoyed speaking with you this week and until next time, do take care and bye for now.